0: Welcome to the Ambitious Introvert Podcast, created especially for introverts, empaths and highly sensitive entrepreneurs to help you build, grow and scale a successful, sustainable business. I'm your host, Emma-Louise Parks, Business and Mindset Coach for Ambitious Introverts, After 17 years working as an air traffic controller, the ultimate fast-paced, high-stimulus, extrovert-friendly role, my mission now is to show introverts that they too can create big results and success because of who they are, not in spite of it. I focus on introvert-friendly business and marketing strategy to help you switch overwhelm for clarity, confidence, and clients. Hi, welcome to this week's solo episode of The Ambitious Introvert with me, Emma-Louise, where I'm going to provide a summary of summits. So looking at all the different kinds of events in the online space, there are so many ways that we can share our expertise, so many ways that we can learn from other people, ways that we can connect, um, masterclasses, boot camps, challenges, lives, summits, and I thought it would be interesting to take a deeper look at summits, particularly because it seems to be the season at the moment. I've seen so many of them mentioned. I've seen so many people tagged on Instagram because they're featured in summits and I'm actually appearing in a few summits myself later on this quarter. So I just thought it would be a really great opportunity to delve into it a little bit more. Now, if you're not familiar with a summit, a summit is an event where A load of experts are brought together and there's generally an overriding theme. So maybe it is a summit for busy mums who are looking to start their business, or maybe it is a summit all about marketing, not using social media, for example. So there's usually an overarching theme, which is either an outcome that attending the summit will help you to achieve, or it's aimed at a very specific type of person i.e. an introverted entrepreneur. So what this means is that there's generally a lot of value. If you are the person that the summit is aimed at, then you're generally going to be really be able to dip in and watch different trainings from various people, but it's all going to be relevant to what you do. And they are usually accessed either via email or a Facebook group. They can run anything from one day up to I've seen seven day summits, probably even longer But they're generally broken down so that there's access to specific trainings on specific days, um, which means, like I say, you get a really great opportunity to dip in and out and see what's there, see who is useful and see what you can learn. So maybe you're a business owner and maybe you are considering running a summit. Maybe you are looking to extend your reach of your audience and you quite fancy being a speaker at a summit. Or maybe you fancy attending a summit, but you're not sure. Well, either way, I'm going to cover all of the pros and cons for all of those categories right here today. So firstly, let me just say I have been part of quite a few summits, but I have never run one. So my thoughts and opinions here are based on being at the other side of seeing them run, of having clients that have run them and also friends that have run them. The good thing about running a summit, it's an excellent way to establish yourself as an expert. If you are the person whose name is on the summit and you're basically gathering up all of these other experts within your field and hosting them and presenting them to your audience, this is a really great way to establish yourself as the go-to person in that field. It's also a really great way to make connections. You know, many summits now are more interview style so you would actually be chatting with the person and that recording would be the presentation some of them are still pre-record face to cam like with slides and master classes and stuff but I've, I've seen the trend this year be a lot more conversational interview style so it's a really great way to expand your own network as well with other business owners that maybe are in the same field but with a different zone of genius not doing exactly the same thing so really great way to extend your network and the main reason that people host summits it's a really really great way to grow your email list and your audience especially those of you that are less into social media then email list growth is the (laughs) the place to focus for your business for sure so, if you can host a summit and you get access to, you know, your summit's so going to be emailed to all of the people that are on the speakers lists, it's a really, really great way to reach new audiences. And the not-so-positives not so, not so positives of running a summit, I have been told and I can truly believe it takes a lot of time and admin in the background. Summits can often have 50 speakers. And if you think about designing all of the tech, all of the connections, the affiliate links, the sales pages, making sure that the sales copy is written, creating graphics, emails, calendar management, recordings, there's a lot, lot, lot of moving parts. If you are already an established business owner and you are busy, that is going to be a lot to add to your plate. So I would definitely consider outsourcing to a project manager or if you have a VA that is skilled in those areas having someone else to do the back end work because it would be really easy to go down the tunnel of arranging the summit and not actually get much else done in your business that is the one thing I would say to consider okay so being a speaker at a summit I have been a speaker many times uh, I was lucky enough to do a summit in my first year of business. I did quite a few last year. In fact, side note, I did too many last year and it got a little bit burnt out and I got invited to a few later on in the year that I had to say no to because energetically I was not in a good place. And it actually made me reassess a lot of boundaries and my hell yeses and hard noes, which if you're a regular listener, you'll be familiar with. And... I actually made live summits a hard no, which I'll talk about in a second. So the pros, the good things about being a speaker, there are many good things. I love doing summits. It's great. You get in front of a new audience, which is amazing, uh, especially if, like I say, the summit is very specific to your people. So for me, if it's a site for introverts, that's amazing because probably you would hope everyone that's going to sign up to it is literally going to be an introvert. So That is an amazing way for me to be in front of new people. Also, a great way for me to grow my email list, same way as hosting a summit does. So quite often, you'll be asked if you'd like to contribute something for free or one of your products at a discounted rate. And then if people go on to buy a VIP upgrade or a bundle or something, and they then download that product, they come onto your email list. So really, really great way to grow your audience too. And it also adds a lot of credibility. So if you are new to business and you are looking to, I guess, build up that credibility of, you know, you've been featured in or you've been hosted on this podcast, all of these great media features that help people to trust us, then being a speaker at a summit is a really great way to do that. You can add it onto your website. You can, you know, add it as something that you have done. You can even ask the the summit host for a testimonial and and feedback and yeah, really, really great way to add that featured on credibility. And now the not so positives of being a speaker at summit. The audience may not be that aligned. So this is something I learned last year, just because it's a summit for entrepreneurs, or maybe it's a summit for people looking to scale their business. They may not be your people. I mean, some of them will be without doubt, but it may not be. So when we're thinking about the time and the effort that's going into being a speaker, we have to also look at this. Is the audience aligned? Also, are the other speakers and the host aligned? There is nothing worse than signing up to a summit and then seeing the speaker list. And there are people that you just do not resonate with. They don't have the same values as you. You do not want your face next to theirs on a graphic that is going to be around on the internet for time immemorial, like making sure that it is really, really aligned and you feel good about the people that you're being featured with is that's a strong boundary to hold for sure. If it's a very big summit with a lot of speakers, then people may not hear you. It's not a guaranteed way, but a lot of the marketing for summits is like, oh, you'll get in front of a potential audience of 25,000 people or something like that and it is potential because no one could be made to watch your presentation or interview so do bear in mind especially if it's a smaller reach you could put a lot of effort in and not many people may watch it two of the things that have made me quite cautious about speaking in summits first is the marketing requirements So obviously, it's mutually beneficial to everyone. We want to market the summit because we want our people to come in and and watch it. And we want other people to market it so their people come in and watch it so that we all get in front of each other's audiences. And that in and of itself is great. But some summits have very strict marketing requirements. So I learned this the hard way. In one that required a minimum of three emails to my list. And it also required a lot of posting on social media. And there was a lot of graphics that it was my responsibility to interchange. I had to keep the graphic, but I had to put my own picture and title and all of this. And sending three emails to my list at that time felt a lot because it was three within a short time frame and on top of my own emails, that felt a little bit awkward Maybe think about this timing wise, you know, if you are launching as well, and then you're part of a summit that's requiring you to send a specific amount of emails, that could be overload for a lot of people. So do check the marketing requirements and what you'll be expected to do in advance. Of course, you can always do more, but just be careful if you're being asked to do over and above as a minimum. And the last thing that can be not so great is whether it's a live summit or not. And either of those can be not great. It really depends on you. So for me, I love doing things live. I've got no issue at all with just hopping on and ad-libbing, which is pretty much what I'm doing for this podcast right now. I am not someone that needs to be very, very prepared, but some people are. So if you are someone that likes to be very prepared and you like to be able to edit and look back and perfect things, then a live summit may not be for you because that is your slot. You've got to turn up, you've got to do it. And then it's kind of onto the next speaker. The reason that I do not like live summits anymore is because of the time zones. That has been the biggest thing for me. I did one and it ended up being 9pm at night, which is not my time at all. I should be tech off in bed But it seemed like a good opportunity. And I thought, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to push myself out of my comfort zone. But I immediately regretted it. And I didn't have a great ROI from that summit at all. It didn't reach many people. And I just felt the whole day like I was waiting to do something, absolutely dreading to do it. So if it had been pre-recorded, I could have made it at a time that suits me. That would have been absolutely fine. So the live aspect can be good, but it can be bad. Okay, so if you are listening to this and you're like, I'm not going to run a summit and I'm not quite ready to speak at one, but I do like this idea of attending a virtual event where I'm going to get all of this expertise just delivered to me and I don't have to go out looking for it, then maybe attending a summit is the way to go. So the good thing is, summits are free. So this is amazing. There's no adverts, it's not social media. So it's off free, usually delivered, like I say, to your inbox every day or be a member of a Facebook group and you just go into there and the recordings are there. So it's really great, really great way to sample a lot of experts without any commitment because you could start watching someone's masterclass and go, not vibing, I'm not feeling it, stop, that's it, done. And you haven't made a big time investment, you haven't made a big financial investment, you've just got the opportunity to see someone not just on their social media, trying to sell, but actually delivering some value the way they're made to a client. It's a really, really great way to get that kind of knowledge. And there's often an option to upgrade to a paid version of the summit. They vary in price. But this gives you access to resources at quite a heavy discount. Quite often, speakers of the summit will pull together to make a bundle and then it will be, you know, one of their products that you would usually, that would usually cost maybe a few hundred dollars can be accessed as part of this bundle. So maybe if 50 different people are there and the bundle, say, $97, that could be great value for something that would usually be thousands and thousands. The other great thing about the upgrade option is it gives you longer access, usually. Do check this, it gives you longer access to the replays and the interviews and the last classes which i will come to very soon in the not so positive parts of attending so summits can be really overwhelming and if you're my people and i think you are getting overwhelmed is you know it it happens it happens so if this is a summit with a lot of speakers it can feel really great and like i say it is a really great way to sample lots of experts and and get lots of knowledge but if you attend a free version of a summit, it's very often time limited. So it's often, you know, those speakers are up for that day or for two days, or maybe you get access to them for a week or, or whatever it is, which again is great. But don't get overwhelmed feeling like I have to watch everything and then start to watch everything and then get overwhelmed and you know, give up being there. I would say decide in advance. Based on the current needs of your business. So there may be a presentation in there that is about, I don't know, scale into seven figures. But if you're literally just starting out and trying to sign your first client, it's probably not the best use of your time. Even though those things are really enticing and we want to watch them and learn because we're ambitious, I would say if there's a lot of speakers, decide in advance, look through the speakers, look through their topics and think, is this really going to benefit me in the immediate future? Say, am I going to use something from this in the next three months? This will enable you to prioritize and make sure that you don't feel like you've just got to watch everything for the sake of it, but that you are Watching the right things that are going to help. Also, you could upgrade is another option. So, for like I say, usually a small investment that quite often gives access to the presentations for a lot longer. So, if you do feel that overwhelm, time pressure, that could be a way to alleviate it. But I think the most important thing here is that planning in advance is key and making sure that you know which are the things that you really, really want to consume. So that said, I am very excited about three summits in particular that I've got coming up this quarter that I want to share a few more details of. So the first is the Introvertpreneur Summit with the lovely Tara Reed. You may recognise Tara. She's been a guest here on The Ambitious Introvert and talking about blogging to grow your business and this is the second Introvertpreneur Summit I was also took part in last year's. It's an excellent summit. Tara does a really great job of organising it and she brings together some really great names. She's got over 45 speakers this year and this is a great all-rounder if you're an introvert and you are newer to business and you are looking to start or grow your business in the online space. I would highly, highly recommend it. Secondly, and very excitingly, this year I'm part of the Quietly Influential Summit. So this is co-founded by Fifi Mason and Matthew Pallard. Again, if you listen to the podcast, you will remember Matthew. Matthew is the author of the Introvert's Way books. So Introvert's Way to Selling, Introvert's Way to Networking. And this is really, really a great summit because I'm not allowed to say, I'm not allowed to announce the speakers, but I've had a sneak peek at the guest list. And it's really good. It's very, very good. Very high profile speakers and quite a few that I haven't seen before in introvert circles online. So obviously there are the introvert summits, introvert podcasts, introvert groups, and, you know, we see the same people pop up. But when I looked through Matthew and Fifi's speaker list, I only knew one other person. No, two. Sorry, two. I only knew two other people. And I think there's over 25. So I myself am very excited to dig into that one and learn from some new people. And lastly, the HSP Entrepreneur Summit. Finally, us HSPs are being looked after in the online space. Thank you to the lovely Rose Cox. Now, Rose connected with me at the end of last year to invite me to be a speaker in the first summit that she hosted and I was in summit burnout. Summits were a no at that at that time for me. Um, it was I think it was the final quarter of the year, or I was wrapping up my certification or something. There was ugh, it just did not fit in my calendar in the slightest. There were time difference issues. It was just it was a, a very hard no to say, but it was the right no to say at that time. Another lesson in boundaries. Anyway, luckily it was a huge success and Rose and I stayed connected. She's amazing and she's hosting it again this year. So, as I say, HSP. Thrilled to see HSPs being catered for in specific and I've also looked through the guest list of this one and there are some really great presentations not just about business but really tailored to our sensitive needs as HSPs in business. So, really happy for that. I'm going to drop all of those links down below in the show notes. If you think you might be interested in attending any of those, then give them a click. Do have a look through, see how you feel, see if anything resonates, see if you think that it would be a good investment of your time. And if you are thinking about running a summit or you would like to be a speaker at a summit, then I hope this has also been useful and given you some ideas of what you should be thinking about. So once again, the links are going to be in the show notes. Also, if you are not on my email list, that is a good place to be because I will be sharing details of these summits and other exciting things. So to be kept updated, do sign up. You can use the free success reading list link, which is in the show notes. And by downloading the reading list which is basically every book that has been recommended on this podcast from day one it gets updated quarterly you can download that for free that will automatically add you to the email list where you'll be kept updated of all kinds of good goings-on just like summits in the online space that are relevant to us as introverted empathic sensitive entrepreneurs so thank you again and i hope you'll have a wonderful wonderful week see you next week Thank you so much for tuning in. And before you go, I would just love to remind you that next month sees the return of the ambitious introvert mastermind. I am so excited for round five. I've made some amazing upgrades to the mastermind, including adding all of the tools and resources that I learned in my certification, as well as adding group energy clearing sessions too. I'm not going to bore you with all of the details here, but if you are someone that is looking to grow your business and be part of a really small curated group of other introverted sensitive entrepreneurs to cheer each other along, then do check out the link in the show notes for more information. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Ambitious Introvert Podcast with me, Emma-Louise Parks. If you enjoy this show, please, please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. As a thank you, one lucky reviewer each month will win a 60-minute one-on-one coaching session with me, where you'll get the clarity and confidence to attract your ideal clients. And if you know someone who could benefit from listening to the show, then please do share and help me reach as many fellow ambitious introverts as possible.